Welcome aboard the USS Little Hero. This Galaxy Class refitted starship, NCC 73117. I'm Captain William. I'm Commander Vicky. And if you will step right this way, historians, we will take you back in through our history, starting with the NX01 Enterprise. We start out with taking care of going through history. Vicky's Adventures into Star Trek. I'm William. And I'm Vicky. And you're going to be hearing our second episode, Season 1, Episode 18, Rogue Planet. Vicky, would you like to tell them where they can find us? Yes. We are on Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Republic Radio, Anchor, and you can contact us at Vicky's Adventures into Star Trek at gmail.com. Which, we would like to say this, if you do contact us, we will read your comments on the air as long as they're good, which they should be, and we would really love to hear from our listeners. And you can also get us on Facebook of Vicky's Adventures in Star Trek. Correct. Alrighty. So, Vicky, Rogue Planet, what did you think was going to happen in this episode? Well, I thought that a war between two species would set a planet off into space somewhere. <laughs> you really thought that, huh? Yes. You really, really thought that was what happened? Yes. If there was a force between two worlds that bad, it would destroy the planet and not move it. <laughs> to be honest. Yes. But I thought that's what was going to happen. Okay. Well, in the synopsis... While exploring an uncharted planet, Enterprise crew members encounter a group of aliens who are hunting down endangered creatures for recreation. So basically they're saying they're trophy hunters. Right. I despise trophy hunters. Now you can be a trophy hunter and also hunt for food. Right. You know, but just hunting for the trophy is kind of, in my opinion, just wrong. So. Right. Alrighty. Any questions off the bat or? Not yet. Okay. Are you ready to dive into this episode? Let's do it. Let's do it. Do it. So here we see Archer sitting 
on his chair, on his captain's chair. We couldn't do this in my ready room. Ah, uh, the captain's got to be in the captain's chair. Take your chin out. Just take You've got a stanchion going out of your head. Swivel to the right about 10 degrees. Every recruit walking into Starfleet Command is going to see this on the wall. It's a real honor, sir. Seeing those Starfleet captains every day gave us something to aspire to. There's a reflection from that status display. Could you kill the monitors in the Situation Room? Come on, Paul. The artist in Oakland needs a good picture to paint from. Do Vulcan captains have their portraits hanging at the High Command? I don't know about any Navy recruiting office yet that I know of that has pictures of every captain on their wall. Right. But, you know, doesn't mean that they wouldn't do something like that. Right. For Starfleet, because it is different. And I haven't been to the Space Fleet's uh, headquarters yet, so don't know. Vulcans are revered for their accomplishments, not for the way they look. Except for the really important ones who get mummified. We get mummified. Why can't they just use a photo from my file? Sir, I'm picking up a small planet on our current heading. I thought there weren't any systems along this course. It's not a system, Captain. It's just a planet. Put it up. That's what a rogue planet is. It's a planet off by itself. Magnify. It's a rogue. A planet that's broken out of its orbit. Planet like Corps. Mm -hmm. Let's take a closer look. Aye, sir. Captain Archer in command. Give it a rest trip. <laughs> Give it a rest trip. It's been a long, long. Purpose be frozen solid. This planet supports a diverse animal population. How is that possible? Shouldn't the surface be frozen solid? Hot gas is venting from the planet's interior. Most of the life forms are concentrated in those areas. That just answered his question right there. Right. Any questions so far, hon? No. Any comments? Not yet, no. <laughs> Have you ever noticed how Archer sits in his chair? Yes. He doesn't always sit with his back in it. He's kind of like up on the edge of it. And you'll find out in... When... Uh, God, what... They, they're, they're doing something and all they can all do is argue and fight and stuff like that. Everybody on the entire ship. Except for T'Pol. And T'Pol finds out that there's something inhibiting the crew's brains. And in the end we find out that Archer's been having a problem with his chair, where he always has to sit on the edge of it. It's because it's sitting up, like, one centimeter too high for him. You know? Right. But Trip tries going through this whole thing of building this amazing throne for Captain Archer to sit on. Right. So, you'll find out that's why he sits like that. Oasis. Any people? No evidence of humanoid life. You're picking up a power signature near the equator. There's a ship down there. Fred Hill. 
No response. Maybe they want to be left alone. Maybe they're on the Single ship on a dark planet. Maybe they're on the honeymoon. <laughs> The ship, the shuttle pod looks actually kind of cool when they're flying it down to that dark planet. Right. That's my favorite no, part. useless. Actually. There's too much heat coming from those thermal vents. A lot of parts are your favorite parts. Yep. I have a favorite part You should be right over that ship. I'm scanning for a break in the canopy. This is anything like the Amazon. Good luck. I used to say I could land a shuttle pod with my eyes closed. Mm-hmm. I'm person the pudding, Captain. There's a clearing ahead, 900 meters, but it's not much bigger than the shuttle pod. It doesn't have to be. It's always nighttime. That's because this rogue planet does not have a star. Right. Like we do. Remember, it's broken from its orbit. Yeah. The rogue planet. Yep. I, I mean, because it broke from its orbit, it could eventually encounter another uh, star that it could start uh, revolving around. Right. But as of right at the moment, it hasn't done that. Right. Captain, the vessel's that way, 600 meters. Follow me. Why don't you let me play captain for a while, Mountain? <laughs> this reminds me of the rainforest in New Zealand. I earned my wilderness merit badge there. You were a Boy Scout, sir. I was an Eagle Scout. Huh. So was I. Really? I started Boy Scouts way too late and never got to be an Eagle. Right? I did Girl Scouts and never got nothing. <laughs> Where are badges? That's cool. I'm up over it. Yeah. 26. Uh, that's not back, sir. <laughs> Captain. question about what's on their heads, right? Yep, what's on their heads? Well, they are basically night vision uh, goggles, only why it would only be over one eye doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Me either, but... But it's also a little bit of a scanner as well. We'll go with it. <laughs> it's kind of like what Vegeta uses in uh, Dragon Ball Z. It's over 9,000! We'll go with it. We'll go with it right now. The aliens have one that goes over both eyes, so... Well, there's something you don't see every day. A bioluminescent bug. That glows blue. We spot any more creatures like that and we'll earn our exobiology badges. Actually... I don't really have that one. <laughs> Trip has to out, or Reed has to outdo the captain in something.
We're from the Starship Enterprise. Is there anyone here? I'm still not detecting any bio signs. But their ship's less than 200 meters in that direction. You and Melvin check it out. We'll stay here in case anyone shows up. See, something you should know is notice is how many people do you see in this in the Star Trek series wearing glasses? And no, the visor that Jordy wears is, does not count. Right. No. They found a way in the future to make it to where nobody ever needs glasses, and it's not late to, late, uh, laser surgery. It is a thing called red knocks, which you'll find out in the movie that Captain Kirk is allergic to, so he has to wear glasses. All right. Boy, I wish that was today because right now I have to wear glasses twenty, you know, just just to walk around. Right. I have to wear glasses. But the thing is, is that would be nice, but I don't see it. I don't see it coming into play in my lifetime. You know. Right. It'd be nice though. Captain, you're all right. Everything's fine. These are the Eska. My name is Damras. That this was is one Depal, of my questions. This is my science officer and Who Lieutenant are they? Malcolm. Who are they? Eskin. Eska. Yep. No, Eskin. Eska. See, you had a problem with some alien names, and it's fine. <laughs> I did, too. But something you've always said is, oh, well, they're, they're taking the Vulcans to Vulcan. True. But where do they take the Klingons? Not to, not to Klingon. Or Klingus. They take them to Kronos. The Klingatorium. No. <laughs> oh, I see how you did that. Smart ass. <laughs> <laughs> But we come from Earth, we're, we're, uh, which you will hear in some things like um, the mirror universe, they call it, call it Terra. Right. Um, we are Earthlings. Um, we are humans. Humans. <laughs> Not everybody comes from a planet where their name is, the name of the species is the same as the name of the planet. Right. So... Reed. Pleased to meet you. 
Your friends nearly shot me back there. We're sorry. <laughs> We're sorry. There are dangerous animals in the forest. We've never seen other humanoids here before. Have we trespassed in your territory? This planet is no one's territory. But it's a special place for us. What are you doing on Degala? We're just here to explore. If you'd like to stay for a while, if that's all right. It's a big planet. We could find another landing site, but I was hoping you might enjoy the company. Okay. You are exactly rubbing it. Trajan meat is one of life's great pleasures. No argument here. I'm curious why our senses didn't detect you. We use sensing cloaks. They keep the wildlife from spotting us. Are you studying the wildlife here? Not exactly. They're hunting. We're on an uh, expedition. The Trajan you're eating. We killed it yesterday. You're hunters. Our people have been coming here for nine generations. To kill the indigenous species? Taking wild animals is part of our tradition. There are higher primates here. We don't touch them. Hunting went out of style on Earth over a hundred years ago. That doesn't mean we don't appreciate your hospitality. That gear you carry seems pretty elaborate to take down a few game animals. Don't underestimate the game on this planet. They often get the better of us. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I might join one of your hunts. I thought your people didn't approve. You were able to sneak up on us without being detected by our night vision sensors. I'd like to see how you did that. See, you even said night vision sensors. Yep, That's I caught that. I promise I won't kill anything, sir. <laughs> it's uh, up to our hosts. Captain Starlog Supplemental. Tripp and Malcolm are bringing Hoshi back to Enterprise and putting together some camping gear to bring back to the surface. If the bugs glow in the dark, at least you can tell when they crawled into your sleeping bag. One more reason I'm... Unlike what happened to uh, Trip on... Uh, God, what was it? We way back there. One where they got the hallucinogens. I think now. What one was that? I don't know. Check your notes. I don't remember. I'm trying to think. I think I know it was before, just before Terra Nova. It was the one before that. Terranova was unexpected. No, it was before that. Strange New World. Ah, oh, yes, I'm Strange New World. Okay. I'm happy to spend When he had that, like, six or eight inch scorpion kind of thing in his bag. Yeah. 
Right. <laughs> and my own bunk. Anyway, it's the things you can't say that I've been worried about. Like those boar worms. Like those boar worms. Apparently they crawl into your ears to lay their eggs. Have a nice night. Something similar to that you'll see in uh, Star Trek II, The Rapicon. All right. Something similar. It's not a worm, though. <laughs> we can start with the entomologists, then bring the other bioscience teams down. I'd recommend we limit the number of crewmen on the surface to six at a time. Sensible. Enjoying yourselves? Very much. Thanks for sharing your camp with us. We're heading out in six hours. I suggest you get some sleep. If you're still planning to come along. I wouldn't miss it. Good night. Good night. Night. I suppose I'll turn in then. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. Too bad. No no Travis for ghost stories. I think I'll sit up for a while. Have fun. <laughs> He fell asleep on the log. He hears a woman calling to him. Hello? Someone there? Story, the, the thing that he's chasing almost seems like it's a, a, what I call a wood nymph kind of deal. Right. Very beautiful, but very skittish. Right. Dun, dun, dun. Captain says he's sorry, sorry. Are there any others in your hunting party? No. Certainly no human females. You sure she wasn't from your vessel? I'm sure. Archer. Mayweather here, Captain. 
There are no other ships on the surface or in orbit. Thanks, Travis. Archer out. Nothing. She was young. Long blonde hair. Long curly blonde hair. Kind of a nightgown. Nightgown, sir. Perhaps you were dreaming. It wasn't a dream. She said my name. She knew who I was. And I think I knew her. Sir? There was something about her. I... I've seen her before. On this planet. It's always night. You're surrounded by things you can hear but not see. It can uh, stimulate the imagination. You wouldn't be the first person who looked into the jungle and saw something that wasn't there. She was real. Captain Archer. What are the chances you'd encounter a half-naked woman who you think you know doesn't... He didn't say she was half-naked. Right? <laughs> At least, not to us he didn't. Right? Tons of light years from your home world. Go to sleep. If you're lucky, maybe she'll visit you in your dreams. <laughs> can detect infrared, among other things. What are you going after today? We saw a pack of firewolves yesterday, about six kilometers from here. It's a difficult hike. I'll try to keep up. <laughs> We'd appreciate it if we only have two days left. What's the hurry? To preserve Dakala, our law states that we're allowed to hunt here for four days each year, and we have to leave. Hunters often wait decades for a chance to come here. Are those volcanic vents? Yes, that area is particularly active. Mineral springs, steam vents. It's quite spectacular. It'd be worth checking out while Malcolm's on his safari. I'll get my camera. <laughs> Did you sleep well, Captain? Yes, fine. <laughs> if you see any beautiful females today, you'll be sure to let us know. <laughs> <laughs> We're teasing him now. About seeing her. Interrupted the hunt with a squeak. Reminds me of Yellowstone. It's more like the grottoes of Denver Prime.
I'm detecting a large geothermal shaft 60 meters in that direction. I'd like to examine it. Sir? Permission granted. Stay in contact. So... She's wearing a nightgown? <laughs> you think she's real? I wasn't hallucinating. Captain, it doesn't make any sense. I know. Trip, have you ever known me to do anything foolish? I mean, really foolish. Well, you know. I was at Jupiter Station once. Other than that. Last night, I walked into an alien jungle. Alone. Chasing a woman who couldn't possibly have been there. That might qualify. <laughs> it was like I was being drawn to her. Like I didn't have any control over what I was doing. I can't explain it. Well, she must have been some woman. You see the full face ones in red, and then you see Reed's one, which is just a green eye, kind of like a cyclops. Just... Well, it's they're calling it a wraith. It's not a wraith. It is actually a. From what it looks like in the one guy's scanner that we're looking through, it looks like a huge, giant, like slug, but it's not a slug, you know? Right. And it is a shapeshifter. Right. And apparently, as you're going to find out, has a few other techniques. Like a wood nymph. He's chasing her like a wood nymph. Yeah. 
Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Who are you? How do you know my name? I need you, Jonathan. You're speaking English. I need you to understand. I know you. How is that possible? If you didn't know me, would you have come? You said you needed me. Why? You're different. Different? What is it? So now we know she can speak English. Right. She's afraid of somebody harming her, but she doesn't say who. Right. And Archer's getting a misconception that she is there and that the hunters are chasing her. Right. At least I would assume that. That's what I think. What are you doing out here? Just taking some scans. He doesn't want to tell him because he thinks it's embarrassing as well. And whatever it is, just attacked one of them. Hundreds. Thanks. The Paul? 
I saw her again. Near the thermal vents. She spoke to me. What did she say? She said she... needed me. I think someone may be trying to hurt her. I believe you should reconsider returning to Enterprise. And have Dr. Flox take a look at me? <laughs> there are no psychotropic compounds here. I wasn't hallucinating, and I wasn't dreaming. So the only logical conclusion is that she is a real human woman? I don't know what she is. I know it's not possible for her to be human, but she's appearing to me for a reason. And I'm going to figure out what it is. No. I'm going to find her. I'll be with you. No. A well-armed hunter was nearly killed today. It would be foolish to go into the jungle alone. I have to. She's chosen to communicate with me. I don't know why. Well, apparently, Archer is because she can trust you. Yes, because he's different. Exactly. She even said that he was different. Yep. Now, that's because, as you're going to find out, they're a little bit telepathic, these creatures. So she's dug into his mind. Whoa. Got the woman's image from his mind from a nursery rhyme, or a bedtime story that Archer was told by his mother when he was a young kid. I remember that. But I don't think she'd reveal herself if anyone else was around. Is that your only reason for going by yourself? What? With respect, Captain, I wonder if you would be so determined to find this apparition if it were a scantily clad man. (laughs) (laughs) You know, my response right there was that I probably would. If somebody's asking for my help, yeah, I would. How's he doing, Doc? It was a simple matter to synthesize his blood type for a transfusion. He'll be back on his feet in a few hours. Not the captain, no. Commander, could you, uh, tell me? What attacked him? They call it a dragon. Looks like a big, nasty pig. Kind of tastes like one, too. <laughs> I found cellular residue in the wound. It clearly doesn't belong. So he just found out something. What's that? It wasn't a pig that attacked him. Oh, yeah, it wasn't the Drayton, it was the... Wraith. Wraith. This gentleman, I assume it must have come from the animal that mauled him. What am I looking at? The cells are in a state of chromosomal flux. They're mutating. It's as if they're trying to change into something, but can't quite figure out what. That must have been a most unusual pig. Yep. Hello? Are you there? 
yet, but she will be. Of course, Archer is back at the thermal vents where he saw her last. Jonathan fell, and that's why she caught him for the right. arm. And so that means that he can touch her, she can touch him, so she is real. Right. Which she's not. Right. <laughs> kind of interesting, isn't it? Yes. Real, yes. But you're not human, are you? Human. Human. Like me. We are not like you. We? There are more of you where? I haven't seen others. We can become whatever you see. A tree, an animal, water, whatever you see. She's kind of got like a... an accent. You notice yes. that? But she just stated that they can become anything that you see. Right. So shapeshifter. Yep. Kind of like Odo, only they're from this quadrant, the Alpha Quadrant, not the Delta Quadrant or right. Gamma Quadrant. I see a beautiful woman. Because you want to see a beautiful woman. How do you know what I want? I can see your thoughts. I see what eludes you. You're telepathic. That's how you know my language. I know more than your language. Then you must know why I'm so drawn to you. Why I feel like I know you. You do know me. From where? Why did you notice how when she first started talking, all she would say is his name, and then could barely speak, and now she's also more telepathic contact with him. Right. So she's learning the language awful freaking quick. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. You are different. You said that before. How? Who am I different from? The others. The only ones who have ever come here. Before you. You mean the Eskimo? Do you know why they come? To hunt. To hunt us, Jonathan. We are what they prize above all else. And now it's revealed that they're trophy hunters. Yep. Yeah, kind of interesting. Lost the drasion, but at least you got some scars to show for it. Well, thanks to your doctor, I don't even have that. To the captain and his fine physician. Oh. Uh, it was no problem, really. Well, we have to drink of something since we came back empty-handed. <laughs> <laughs> to good hunting tomorrow. Yeah. Cheers. Good hunting. Good hunting. Mm -hmm. So, I had to lose them. 
abrasion and migratory. By the time we got back, they moved on. All those imaging sensors and you couldn't see where they went? They're more elusive than you give them credit for. Apparently. Do you hand on your own world? Yes. <laughs> then why travel light years to hunt here? Seems like a long way to come just to shoot a few wild pigs. We hunt more than wild pigs. The prey here is different. Four wolves, some large reptiles. It doesn't seem that different. Imagine hunting something that can get inside your mind. Sense your thoughts. <laughs> is that different enough? What are you talking about? Wraiths. You mean ghosts? They might as well be. Come on, fellas. That seems pretty far-fetched. Does it? You saw one yourself. Your mystery woman? She was undoubtedly a wraith who wandered too close to camp. But she looked human. <laughs> you don't even know if it was a she. <laughs> a shapeshifter. So basically now they're spilling the beans while they're drinking. Right. Seems to me you would hide something like that, but then again, with Archer seeing one and questioning everything, you know. Yes. Mm -hmm. You okay? Yes. Any questions so far? No. Nope. Are you we sure? them all, yep. How did we answer them all already? Because I asked what they were hunting when we found out. Mm -hmm. And asked who was calling him when we found out. Because they're both the same kind of... Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look like anything. Even people you know. That's how they trick you. They sound like intelligent, sentient beings. Not the way you or I would measure intelligence. It's an instinctual response. That's why we were tracking you the day you arrived. We thought they'd taken your form. They assume the exact characteristics of whatever they become. They turn into a rock. All you see is a rock. Even on scams. Before we learned how to spot them, they killed more of us than we did of them. My father came here with eight other hunters. They drove a group of wraiths into a blind canyon. My father was sure that they had them cut off. But when they moved in, the wraiths were waiting. They'd read the hunter's mind. talking about they know damn well what they're doing 
I find this as distasteful as you do, Captain. I'm just not sure how we can stop them. They're well armed. Shoot them from space. They know Shoot the terrain. Them. I wouldn't want to try and take their weapons from them. We have no right to in any case. What right do they have to come to this planet and shoot the locals? Hunting wild boar is one thing, but they're killing ascension species. Even if we stop them, their people will continue to come here and hunt. They've done it for hundreds of years. Unless we find a more permanent solution. Captain. The hunter said the shapeshifters emit a chemical signature when they're afraid. That's what gives them away. You have a sample of their cells. I've been analyzing their mutative ability. Quite remarkable. Can you find a way to mask that chemical? That would shield them from the hunter's scans. I'll start right away. We may not be able to stop them from hunting here, but we could level the playing field. Amazing idea, Archer. Amazing. You're brilliant. Evening, Captain. Prep. Get you anything? No, thanks. Milk, cold. Do you know any poetry? You mean besides there was a young lady from Ipswich? <laughs> when I was a kid, if I had trouble sleeping, my mother would recite a poem to me. There was one I always asked for. It had a funny name, the Song of the Wandering Angus. There you go. That's how he knows her. Yeah. I didn't learn till I was older that it was by Yates. I went out to the Hazelwood because a fire was in my head. Anyway, the man in the poem catches a fish and it turns into a beautiful woman with apple blossoms in her hair. She calls his name and then vanishes. He spends the rest of his life searching for her. His vision of perfection, I suppose. Sounds about right. Right? Something he could never quite find. It's her. Captain, when I listened to the poem, I must have created an image of that woman in my mind. I haven't thought about it in years. That's why I didn't recognize her at first. She isn't someone that I ever knew. She's someone I imagined as a child. The elusive woman from the poem. Why do you think this shapeshifter reached into your mind and picked... See what I mean? Yes, I do. Like an image you'd almost forgotten. I don't know. Maybe that poem's been on your mind more than you realize. Locks to Captain Archer. Archer. Captain, I may have found. Kind of interesting how uh, Reed, or, uh, Trip is having milk. Right? It's okay. I'll be right there. She may just be something I envisioned a long time ago. But I'll be damned if I'm going to let anyone shoot her. Hunters are chasing after the rape. Right. 
Are you sure? It's a wraith. Wraith? Not picking up a signature. It was probably just a dragon. I saw it shift. It's a wraith. Stay with it. We're watching it shapeshift into a tree. Where is it? I'm not picking up anything. It has to be here. There's no way out. If it's cornered, it must be terrified. Why can't we detect it? It may not be afraid now, but it's about to be. One down. Something's wrong. We should have seen it. Maybe our scanners aren't working. All of them? And it's like, it sounds like the movie when, movies when they're doing pterodactyl or raptor calls. Right? Kind of what they sound like. We need to leave. Let's get back to camp. was the hunt? Any luck? What are you doing here? We wanted to take a few more scans before we left. Is everything all right? We're fine. You sure? You look pretty rattled. Our scanners are malfunctioning. Sorry to hear it. Looks like you won't be taking home any trophies this year. Strange. <laughs> but we never failed in the hunt before you arrived. Maybe we're just bad luck. I guess we must be bad luck. Agent? Yes. It'll keep you safe. Thank you. I know who you are. <laughs> you remembered. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. Never stop seeking what seems unattainable. How could he ever forget her? You know, now that he's seen her and as a wraith, yes, but right. you know, still saw her.
<laughs> I won't. That's it. So, Vicky. Any comments on what we just saw? No. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was different. That it was. Granted, we didn't see any firefights. We didn't... Well, we kind of did, but not really. Well, we saw them hunting. That's a difference. You know? Right. So, Vicky, on a scale of 1 to 10... One being the worst, ten being the best, five being in the middle. Where do you put this one? 4.5. 4.5. Well, I think I'm going to have to agree with you on that one because, you know, there was action. I mean, one guy got bit by the wraith. So, and they were lying about it at first and then told the truth over drinks, which was kind of weird. But, mm -hmm. okay, I mean, some people, you know... So, what were all your questions? We answered them all. Well, I know, but what were they? Uh, what were on their heads? Mm -hmm. Who were the who were the those gentlemen? Yeah, the yes, kids. Yeah. What what are they hunting, and who who was calling the captain? Gotcha. His idea of perfection was calling him. Right. So, Vicky, where do you think this all hinged at? I think it hinged on the... Is it the Eskin? Eskin? Yeah. I actually think it hinged on Archer. Okay. Because without him, the race would not have the masking agent. Right. And they would still be being hunted. And that race specifically reached out to Jonathan. So, I mean, there's that. What do you think? Did I, I agree. Yep. Did I change your mind? Okay. All right, Vicky. would you like to tell them where they can reach us at? Yes. Since you have that all written down. You can reach us at Google Podcast, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Republic Radio, Anchor, and you can contact us at Vicky's Adventures into Star Trek at gmail.com. Which we would love to hear from you guys. Mm -hmm. Or Facebook, Vicky's Adventures into Star Trek. There you go. Anything else for the day? No, I think we're good. You think we're good? I think. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty, well, until the next mission, I'm William. And I'm Vicki. And we'll catch you on the next mission. Bye, all. Bye. <laughs>